0: Welcome to the Purposed Leader Podcast. I am your host, Francesca McDowell. Here on the Purpose Leader Podcast, you are going to find stories, inspiration and strategy to help cultivate healthy leadership for life, faith and business. I believe that there is purpose in leadership and when it is done well, it can be transformational. So let's get right into today's episode. Welcome back to our series on how purpose leaders can lead themselves well. If it's your first time here, it's great to have you. And if you're back for the second time or even third, it's also great to have you here. Please do follow this podcast wherever you usually listen to it as we delve into today's three areas. So, the first question I have is Do you have a coach or do you have a mentor? Do you have an, a leader, somebody in your life? who you can go to who will speak into your life and support you in whatever journey that you are currently on because purpose leaders who lead themselves well realize that they can't actually do this journey by themselves as human beings we were made and created to be relational beings from the minute a baby is born like they are so dependent on another adult or other adults Unlike some you know, other species, some babies are born and that's it, they're off independent, they can do their own thing. However, we were created to need each other. And so for somebody who wants to lead themselves well, it's really important that they can also be led well. So when we are in a position, a role, or we have a heart to lead other people, or we feel we're called to lead other people... How are we also being led? In the last podcast, we spoke about a purpose leader loving learning and really embracing the fact that that they don't know everything. And whilst learning can absolutely be formal and informal, we also can learn a lot through having a coach or a mentor. And so I think leaders need other people that can speak into their life. Somebody who can hold them to account as well for the things that they said that they wanted to do or for the things that they said that they wanted to become, it's one of the things when people ask me about how how do I find a coach or a mentor, you know, I will say to that person, you know, you want to ask them, do you have your own coach, do you have your own mentor, because if we really believe in these disciplines and these interventions, these resources, well then also we should be doing that for, for ourselves, and I'm not saying that someone's got to have a coach like all the time because again there are seasons that you may or may not need that but it's almost being available and open and willing to have that experience you know as a coach I will say whenever someone approaches me for personal development coaching I'm always really humbled and I always say to them I have so much respect for people who go on this journey because it means you're taking the time to invest in yourself you're also trusting me to support you in this process. And and I count it an absolute honor and a privilege because I know it can be transformational and it can really impact somebody's life. And so to lead yourself well, it is helpful and also sometimes very necessary to have somebody in your life who acts as that leader for you. Now, it may not be someone who you pay as a professional service. It could be a family friend who's actually been in the role of a mentor, which we often might call a wise and trusted voice, but it's somebody who you can go to. I had my first well, they weren't my first mentor, but somebody significant who became a mentor when I was about eighteen. Um, and they spoke into my life from the age of eighteen, quite regularly up until I would say my late twenties, and these are people who I could call if I needed to have a chat or bounce some ideas off. But because we'd had that established relationship, they could also speak into my life when they saw me going a little bit off straight. And, you know, there are times when I was like, oh gosh, do I really want to talk to them? Because I kind of know what's coming. At the same time, I am so grateful because their wisdom helped me to navigate certain seasons and make certain decisions in a healthier way that without them definitely would not have happened. And so if you, like I said, if you don't have one, it's definitely worthwhile considering if this is a season in which you want to look for the most appropriate person to assist you in your journey. Because someone on the outside can see things about ourselves that we would never imagine. You know, to have someone reflect yourself back to you is eye-opening. and really helpful you know another way that people might be able to get that support is also if they were to have a therapist um who again used a, an approach that allowed for that feedback and everything else but yeah really important that you that your own life is spoken into and that you can be led and you're teachable as well the second aspect i want to talk about today is that good leaders or purpose leaders as we're calling them who lead themselves well have good daily habits a few years ago i read a book by john maxwell and it's called today matters and it's 12 daily practices to guarantee tomorrow's success now i read it with a really good friend of mine and so we'd read a chapter and then we'd discuss it together which really helped with accountability, but also the practical implementation of what we were reading. And so basically, John Maxwell goes through 12 different areas of life and breaks down the importance of developing good daily routines to really establish that area. So, be it your finances or your health or your mindset, you know, your faith, just different elements that can really help and it was incredibly helpful because when we understand that change happens slowly you know it happens bit by bit growth happens bit by bit we realize that it's not a case of all of a sudden one day we're going to wake up and everything's going to change we're all of a sudden going to be this brand new person with a new mindset and a new way of being and conquer everything we've ever wanted to conquer It's very rare, I would argue, that that happens. Instead, it's a progression. It's bit by bit, it's day by day. And so purpose leaders who lead themselves well, they have or they develop good daily habits. Some of the things that you do every day will start to become so normal. And this could be anywhere from affirmations, for example. You know, being able to speak to yourself and speak life and positively into yourself is a really good daily habit because a lot of us are very easy, we're very easy to speak negative or to be self-critical or to take note when we don't do something right or things don't go well or we kind of feel like, oh my gosh, why did I do that or why didn't I do that? How could I have done this? And you know, we can develop that self-talk to support ourselves. However, What about self-talk that really affirms and encourages where we are on this journey? And that's a good, I would argue, daily habit to develop because then you become your own cheerleader. There are so many voices in the world that would want to criticise us or cause us to compare and identify the areas where we're lacking. And yeah, I, I, I think there is space for that. But what about affirming and being encouraging and supportive to ourselves? And there are times that I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, Fran, you are doing such a great job. So, yeah, I call myself Fran <laughs> if I'm talking to myself. I've got a few other names, but I won't share them on here. But I do. I will literally say, you know, what? I'm so proud of you today. The way you handle that conversation was fantastic. Or I'll just, you know, take note of the decisions I'm making I'll take note of the fact that actually you you weren't really, really motivated to go swimming, but you made a choice to go and, you know, well done that. Well done you for doing that. So having good daily habits. For some of you, that could be drinking more water or it could be switching off your device earlier as a habit because you know that actually scrolling through your phone at 1am means you'll be really tired in the morning, which means you'll be a bit grumpy the next day and then you won't have a great day. And you know, it just kind of rolls and or it spirals into this negative habit. And so it's deciding for yourself what you would need to do to develop good habits, whether that is stopping something that you're doing too much of or starting something that you need to do more of, right? But again, there's an intention behind it because leading yourself well. Means being intentional and starting with these small steps, day by day by day. There's a a lecture. Is it a lecture? I had this video and this guy was talking about you know making your bed every day and that's how certain things start. You know you lead a successful life by start by making your bed every single day. Now for some of you that's going to be your absolute standard. You can I can almost hear you saying. Well, how could I not make my bed every day? Because you've developed a good routine. And there are others of you thinking, oh my gosh, like I never make my bed. Um, But, you know, they were just sharing that actually sometimes it's something as simple as that. Making and having an effort, putting effort into your own life, into your own day can really, really help. So whatever it is, start developing good daily habits because when you do them every day it just becomes a part of who you are so celebrating your successes celebrating your wins practicing self-care speaking kindly to yourself having less sugar maybe you know whatever it is practice daily habits and the third aspect around leading yourself well is regarding high emotional intelligence now There's very different views on emotional intelligence. I think that some aspects of it can be focused on and therefore enhanced. But just to give an overview based on Daniel Goleman's model. So when we speak about emotional intelligence, we're speaking about self-awareness, relationship management, self-regulation, self-motivation and empathy. So I think in order to lead yourself well it's important that you develop you know a high emotional intelligence and an understanding of emotional intelligence so when we speak about self-awareness it's about you know being aware of your own emotions as they arise like how much do you know yourself how much are you aware about what's going on for you emotionally you know when certain things happen why do you react that way when something happens and you get angry like how do you manage that anger what does it look like for you? And when we speak about relationship management, that's about other people. How do we manage other people's emotions? How do we organize groups and negotiate solutions? I know for some people, they can't handle other people's emotions. They actually shut down and walk away. Like they're not able or willing to engage with emotions, but leading yourself well in order to lead others well means you're going to have to deal with other people's emotions, whether, you know, they're welcomed or they're not. And so, learning how to manage that is really really helpful self-regulation how you manage your impulses soothe yourself and respond appropriately I remember when I was in a senior leadership role I won't say where and give out too many details but I do remember I was I felt a lot of pressure of being in this role Um, a lot of expectations, a lot of targets. And one time we were in a a meeting, a board meeting with other directors. And I remember I just cried in the meeting. (laughs) And like now I'm a little bit embarrassed. However, this is the real talk of things that happen. And it was like in that moment, the pressure was so overwhelming. I didn't know, I, I didn't have the ability or the capacity to regulate my own emotion. And so I cried. Um, and I still spoke and shared what I was sharing through my tears, you know. So, yeah, it's really important when you're a leader to be able to regulate and manage yourself. And that's not to say you're going to get it right all the time because you won't. And that's not to say, you know, you can't express your emotion. But to regulate it is really, really necessary. Because I know if the shoe was on the other foot and I was with a, group, a room full of people who were my director's, and I have positioned them to oversee and manage my businesses, and somebody was just crying about something, that would be a little bit of a cause for concern. Yeah. So being able to manage and regulate, self-regulate is really, really important. And the next aspect of emotional intelligence is self-motivation. How do you delay what you want right now In order to get what you need in the future. How do you stay motivated and also stay persistent in the face of setbacks and challenges? Like this is such a big one. You know, life is full of challenges. There'll always be something, a hiccup, an issue, somebody leaves. There'll always be something that will go wrong. But how do you stay motivated and stay consistent in the face of that and what's your attitude around it and then lastly empathy how do you understand others feelings needs wants and concerns if we really consider that leadership is about serving others how are we learning how best to understand them and you know not always come in as that solution or the voice of reason and tell people what to do but actually take more time to listen to them and hear what they've got to say. Because sometimes when we're working or we're w- when we are with other people, all they want is a listening ear. You know, and leaders are often, I would argue, they're quite strong minded and opinionated and very resourceful. And it can be quick to jump in with a solution. But when we're empathetic, we also are willing to understand hang on a minute, what that person needs from me may be different from what I think that they need. So let me take the time and listen and learn. So having high emotional intelligence helps you to lead yourself well, in part in preparation for leading others. But even if you never lead other people, you know, to be highly emotional intelligent is definitely helpful to lead yourself well. Like I said earlier, leading yourself well, it, it helps you with, all aspects of your life, your home life, your personal life, your family, in professional life, in your faith community, the ability to understand yourself and manage all those areas is incredibly important. And so to recap, we're speaking about purpose leaders leading themselves well and valuing themselves and prioritising who they are to help them lead others well when the time comes, if they're not already in that sort of role or position. And so today we spoke about having their own, having your own coach or mentor, someone that can hold you to account and that will help you in your journey. Secondly, developing good daily habits. So looking at what you need to start doing or what you need to stop doing on a daily or regular basis can really set you up for success. And lastly, the importance of having a good awareness and developing emotional intelligence. So we end up having a high emotional intelligence. All of those areas are super important. Figure out maybe which one you need to develop a little bit more, write it down and make a plan towards it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I do hope that there's been something of value that you can take away that will help you to lead not only your life well, but the lives of others that you may be supporting. Feel free to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Fran.Elevate. And I look forward to you tuning in to the next episode of The Purposed Leader Podcast. Have a great day.